All right. Welcome to Scalable and Saleable, where we find what great entrepreneurs have done to scale their business to millions. Stay right here for the next few minutes to leverage validated methodologies for growth and create a way more scalable and a more sellable business for yourself. So let's get started. Thank you again so much for doing this. I've already apologized to you for my hair was so bad today. I had to go hat uh, with the button down look. But uh, would you mind telling our audience a little bit more about you and uh, what your business is? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me, Jeff. Uh, my name is Carlos Arantes. I'm the president and CEO of Alcanza Clinical Research. Uh, about myself, I've been in drug development my entire career. I stopped counting because it's way too many years, but I, this is what I'm pumped about every single day. Alcanza Clinical specifically is a clinical research organization that helps pharmaceutical companies bring their drugs to market. So we run clinical trials that are designated or mandated by the FDA, and we have clinical research sites around the country. Wow, it's amazing niche. And, and I mean, there's a first lesson already there is, is you know, kind of narrowing in on a, on a more unique opportunity that's not as, well, maybe it's more competitive than we might know. But um, uh, what would you say that you attribute your growth through? You have locations all over. So for, for us, one, one of our niches that we have, we are in clinical research, but we're heavily focused on driving underrepresented patients to participate in clinical research. That's why you see on our logo, it says clinical research for all. We have, we're working on eliminating the barriers to participate in clinical research. So we do have competition. Uh, we are a people business. We are a process business and we are a systems business. And so for us, the secret sauce is simply... You, got, you have to get good people, that's number one, and you have to invest in systems uh, so that we can have integration. If we operate as all these different sites around the country, it's really hard to support them, fuel them for growth, and also uh, oversee to make sure that we can fine tune them or optimize them. So uh, we've been around for a year so far. We are all about buying businesses and integrating them. Mm -hmm. uh, part of that process, again, as I said, is supporting them so we can optimize and fuel their growth. Yeah, I love that you pointed out those those things that you did, because I would say you you hit the nail on the head on maybe the two biggest areas where most entrepreneurs miss or they struggle with. One is in that hiring. And you mentioned hiring great people. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I'd love to get a little bit more feedback on on. How do you find good people? Because I get asked all the time by uh, entrepreneurs and CEOs uh, on any suggestions for how, how to find good people. And then the other part of it is a lot of them know that they need better systems, but you use the, 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 the words investing in systems. And, and I, don't know, I don't know if, if we could spend a, a minute or two on sure. each one of those and one on hiring good people, any advice or suggestions, and then any advice or suggestions on investing in systems? Certainly. So I, I think finding talent, right? Talent acquisition, talent development, and talent retention, they're all intertwined. But finding that talent initially now is a little bit easier with this whole concept of remote workforce. Uh, okay. When we formed our company, it was actually an initial debate with our investors. Should we be in a brick and mortar location? And I won the argument, right, which was we need to be completely uh, real estate free so we can attract top talent. So if you wow. can open up the net to have people throughout the country, which is what right. we have, 
Um, number one, I think that opens up uh, a lot more opportunities. I think you also need to uh, take a little bit of an approach. First, who, then what? That's a book uh, called Good to Great. I don't know if you've read it before. Oh, but yes, of course. If you, if you find somebody good, snatch them and then figure out what to do with them. Because <laughs> uh, if you don't, somebody else will. Yeah. Uh, and, and also be prepared, you know, as people come in, uh, how do you move them around? Uh, I call that the musical chairs a little bit to see mm -hmm. where you can match them up with their strongest talents or the biggest needs of the organization. So finding that good person up front, bringing them in with the mindset, you got to be prepared to do whatever it takes to be successful. So we assembled a, a senior leadership team. It's all about leadership. Leadership makes or breaks an organization. So I would urge people don't uh, avoid uh, investing in your leadership because that's what's going to make every all the execution difference in the world. Yes. Wow, man, that that couldn't be more true than than what you're saying right there. And I hope people don't don't fail to understand this the weight and significance of of what you just said there because that is so true. I have learned that lesson the hard way, as many of us have. Um, what do you feel you've been involved in, in multiple businesses? What do you feel most small business owners do wrong? One thing is, um, they want, they don't build scalability into a business. Um, so in other words, you get into a business and you have people wearing multiple hats and that's fine for a certain level. But when you start trying to grow, you start mm -hmm. having competing priorities yeah. And all of a sudden, those multiple hats can only do so much. And so as you're building your company, I would say, make sure it's sustainable at that level, but then start investing into building scalability. So you might not think you're ready to, to hire more people because the company top line doesn't seem to support it. I right. call it an investment because if you build in the infrastructure, as long as your sales engine is strong, you're going to build the business. But if you don't build that scalability up front through an investment, their business might grow, but then it becomes unsustainable. Right. Then so you create a bottleneck. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you mentioned good to great earlier. Are there any other books that have been influential that you <laughs> recommend? Yeah. John, uh, Patrick Lencioni actually is, is one of my favorite authors. Uh, there's a lot of uh, he, he tells his stories uh, using a fable, right? And talking about dysfunctions of a team, mm -hmm. uh, dysfunctions of a leader. Uh, recently, it's the working genius on how people are wired and where you want to focus people. I remember what I said earlier, kind of pushing them to their strengths uh, instead of to their you know areas that they don't like to be in. So Patrick Lencioni, I would say, has been my all-time yeah. favorite, bar none. I would love to meet the guy in person. Uh, yeah. Because uh, there's been a lot of books that resonate. You know, one of the concepts there is like feeling comfortable being vulnerable, right? When you reach that level, for example, amongst your team members, now you really build camaraderie. Uh, it, it, you know, it was funny is one time I recommended uh, one of Lincioni's books to uh, a CEO that I know. And I see him a few weeks later and he says, oh, yeah, thanks for that tip. I, I called his company and talked to him. He's a really nice guy. And I went, wait, wait, what? Because <laughs> he, he has a consulting company. He does. And, and my friend's company was a pretty significant sized company. And and he they he got on the phone with them and just talked to him for like a half hour, I think. That's amazing. Yeah, and to, he hadn't heard of them before I recommended them. So he mm -hmm. uh, was like, do you know, that's kind of a big yeah. deal. 
That's but, a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. So Patrick yeah. Lynch, you would, I would recommend to anybody. All right. So now after this, maybe you'll call uh call his firm. I, I, I think I'm gonna have on to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Um, yeah. If you could go back in time to when you first started out and say one thing to younger you, what would you say? I I will go back to what an old mentor, a former mentor of mine, uh, may he rest in peace because he, uh, he he passed away, but he left a mark. He said, you have to take the time to season yourself. And what that means is absorb where you are, uh, not just rushing. What's the next job? What's the next yeah. opportunity? Yeah. And uh, what I attribute that advice to be is absorb means learn as much as you can from every single situation, whether it's a job, a project, et cetera. And, and I did to a certain extent do that, but he pushed me back to, I remember early on in my career and, and I wish I would have listened more because I'm sure I missed things that I could have learned along the way. I see life as a toolbox. You keep adding tools to it, uh, using them as you go along to the next job, you know, et cetera. And, and that's what I would say to myself is, make sure you know don't be stagnant but take the time to absorb the experience and the tools that you can use later in your life yeah that's great advice let let that seasoning marinate a little yes. bit <laughs> um and then in your meat um uh, what questions should i be asking you that i haven't i i would say um what is it in today's environment that uh, didn't exist before that other people should be uh, should be aware of, right? So things have changed. The industry has changed. You know, we're in the middle of uh, a, a very unpredictable economy. What's it going to do next, et cetera? Yeah. And and uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, what uh, one thing I would say is uh, to every entrepreneur too is, uh, what is your liquidity? What is your funding? At the end of the day, you can have ideas. But to fuel that, you're you're going to need capital, and and I you know how does that fit in? It depends on the industry, but to me, that's why you know I partnered up with a very strong uh, private equity group that was enthusiastic about the space. So we have alignment, philosophies, the space, and how we do things. Uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do this without capital. So I I would just uh, you know I, you didn't ask that. So that's the only thing that popped out of my head right now. Thank you. That's why that's my favorite question is <laughs> is when I when I ask the questions that I should have asked because that's usually uh, most of the times that's way better than my questions. So thank you very much for that. Any parting words of advice? Um, impart any wisdom on the entrepreneurs, business owners that are watching this in the trenches, fighting every day. I would just say, make sure you connect with your people, make sure they understand your mission, the mission of the company. If uh, people do and you find people that align with that, you've got an army that's going to fight with you and for you along the way. If you don't have that connection, mm -hmm. it's pretty much you by yourself and you're not going to do it. On, you're not going to do it on your own. That's right.